Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange yet again on another episode. Joining me today is Ken Steinhardt, Pure's Senior Director of Competitive Intelligence. Welcome to the program, Ken. Thanks, Rob. Glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. fantastic to uh, to have you here. Thanks for spending some time on your trip from the East Coast. I think we had you on, you and Ben, uh, remote uh, a little while back. So blatant plug for that episode. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to uh, hear Ken and, and Ben talk uh, talk talk about all things pure uh, relative to the competition. Check that one out. Um, today, we're going to be going into some areas that we spoke about relative to availability and simplicity in uh, in storage offerings. And I guess the first place I want to start is around NVMe. We've made a lot of noise around NVMe in the past couple of years, particularly with the launch of Flash Array X um, earlier this year, and that we're democratizing NVMe and NVMe for all. What does that mean to you? Well, Pure was really the first to jump into NVMe all in. I mean, we've been talking about it for years. Now we're now on our fourth generation of NVMe technology, and it was curious because a lot of the other vendors did what often happens when one vendor jumps into something first. They're like, "Well, is that really going to be important, or is it really ready yet, or is it really you know there for prime time?" And amazingly, once we started getting the incredible traction that we did with it, and people realized that is absolutely going to be the future. One by one, pretty much all of our competitors, with only a couple of exceptions yeah. at this point, have jumped full in saying, oh yeah, we've been committed to this all along and that's clearly the future. Well, we've known that for a long while and we've, as a result, had a huge head start. Oh, it's, it, it definitely validates the strategy, right? To, to jump on that, right? When you see a bunch of followers, right, in the industry, that is like, well, Pure's doing something right there. Especially the ones that said, oh, well, we're not really sure about it yet <laughs> up until, oh, that's absolutely what we're committed to completely now. And now all the cool kids are doing it. Technologically, how challenging is it then, right, to retrofit things? Right? I mean, if you're a first mover, you design for it from the ground up. If you're not, you got to go back in and do some uh, some challenging uh, technological things, right? It can be tricky, no question about it. And uh, that's why with our foresight to be able to jump in and set the seeds for it early on, we now get to take advantage of it fully, and we're all NVMe now. Fantastic. Um, there's some talk uh, around scale up versus scale out. Does that even matter? Like, where does where does that fit in? You know, they, they, it's interesting. There are different ways you can grow. In scale out, you can obviously add on to what you already have, but yeah. then you preserve what you had before. But that means also you're dragged down sometimes by the technology that you had before, depending upon how it's done, if you can't remove it easily. And with scale up, if you can do it the way that we've done it at Pure, which is non-disruptively without having to migrate data, then you can take advantage of the new technology and move on very quickly. The real key for customers is, can I take advantage of new things as they come out? How easily can I do it? How disruptive or painful or risky will it be for me? And if I can eliminate risk and eliminate pain, it really doesn't matter very much. And yeah. both both approaches do have their merits. Okay. All right. So so either one will will work we kind of can fit on either spectrum, really. Absolutely. And, and we've certainly done that. With Flash Blade, we scale out. Yep. With Flash right. Array, we scale up. Yep. And both use technologies that uh, enable customers to preserve their investments no matter which way they go. Let's talk a little bit about the, the the different tiers, right? I think tier zero is something that you know is kind of bandied about right now a little bit. And maybe the idea of mission criticality. Is it a real thing? Is it marketing hype? What, what's your take as you analyze what's what's going on out there? Well, it's been interesting. There have been several vendors that have you know claimed their products over the years have been tier zero, which really is ultra high performance and sort of the ultra high end of the market. And while there certainly are environments and applications where people need to take advantage of that class of performance, the overwhelming vast majority of the market, flash technology has made it such that performance that is beyond the wildest dreams of what people had 10 years ago 
is now commonplace. So the vast majority of what people would have thought was tier zero years ago yeah. looks downright slow compared to what uh, we tend to deliver for the masses these days. And so as a result, our strategy at Pure has been, let's take this technology and exploit it and assume that the performance is gonna be there and make it through data reduction and other technologies, very approachable, very easy, very simple, and very economically viable for just about anybody to be able to use it. So what about that trade-off then? Performance versus mission critical versus versus economics. I mean, again, there's design decisions that have to go into that. Uh, you know, are you sacrificing one for the other? Is it something that you can you can achieve across the board? We've been able to achieve it clearly yeah. with our technology at Pure. And uh, you don't have to trade off and you don't have to compromise. You mean I can get, you know, really high-end, ultra-fast flash performance, and I can get it in an, on a platform that is continuously available, delivering six nines without even having to go to remote replication. And we can even go to active clusters to make that even better. And being able to scale it up, preserve the investment, it's a, it literally is having your cake and eating it too. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, with a lot of the focus around enterprise here at Pure lately, um, I, I think it's certainly interesting, you know, when we talk mission criticality, right? You're, you're talking about the mission critical apps that run the businesses for the largest enterprises on the planet. That's got to be like almost job one for us here. No question. And we even take it in many cases beyond mission critical. One of the largest growing areas for us, particularly in the last year, has been in healthcare, where often the apps are life critical, which takes it to a whole nother level. And uh, I, I have to grin a little bit because one of our competitors recently in a public note they put out to their partners um, that was supposed to be talking about their products and their technology and uh, what they can bring to the table for their partners, actually called out Pure in two locations by name in their verbiage, which was a little bit of a surprise. In one, and I'm, I'm going yeah, to go quote exactly what yeah. they said. Yeah, go ahead and quote it exactly uh, so we're yeah, accurate here. They said, quote, Pure is also in a strong position. Uh, this was where they were looking at their competition. Right, so right. In addition to themselves, so they were referring to us, then they said they were applying in addition to themselves with the implication. They said, Pure is also in a strong position but without a scale-out architecture, they will struggle to really leverage the power of NVMe and next-gen drive architectures. I found it fascinating when I saw that quote because we've already moved to next-gen architectures for where the actual physical storage with our direct flash technology. So we've already innovated beyond conventional industry standard drives and gone to something that is more economical, more practical, more parallel, and reduces cost space, power cooling for our customers. So the implication of what they're trying to say has already been proven wrong. They might want to take a look at what our product actually <laughs> looks like. Yes. Uh, take a deeper I, look, please. I, I found it incredibly ironic. Right. And then they, they went further in another part in this document where they said where the, the issue of data in place upgrades came up. Yeah. As most people know, with Pure, we have the ability to eliminate data migrations by being able to do non-disruptive data in place upgrades, which preserve investment for the customer, massively reduce risk, and make it just a whole lot simpler. So the question in their document was, quote, will we offer data in place upgrades? And their answer was, and I'm stating it verbatim, right, right. no, we are designed as a true scale out enterprise storage platform for mission critical workloads. And that comes with some necessary limitations that don't exist for non mission critical architectures, such as pure storage data in place introduces risk, mainly because of the complexity of the architecture. Why I find that unbelievably ironic is that what our customers have found is we have eliminated risk through the architecture that we've taken, and that very architecture that they're referring to introduces massive yes. risk by virtue of having to do timely, 
uh, or not, rather time-consuming, um, painful um, data migration with, and often not being able to do it uh, during peak production, we not only can eliminate when doing upgrades, doing data migration, but we can do it without a performance impact. And the very issue that they're accusing of us of not being able to do well is actually one of the greatest single advantages to Pure and probably one of the greatest single reasons people tend to choose Pure. Yeah, it's a huge hallmark of what we offer and, and that whole discussion we had about mission criticality and uptime and a avoidance of even scheduled downtime, right? Because you can just Absolutely. do that in place where you get customers who tell us they do these upgrades right in the middle of the production working day as opposed to scheduling some outage at two in the morning on a weekend, right? Exactly. And we architected it that way specifically to take advantage of those things. And I, I just find it incredible that competitors like to uh, say, oh, no, that's different, so we don't understand it, and it can't possibly be good. Right. Well, no, it's quite the opposite, and uh, the proof is in the pudding. It's our customers and what they've been able to achieve that really demonstrate the value. And you look at the entire install base across Pure and all the customers that run us for life-critical, let alone mission-critical applications, that have proven that you can non-disruptively upgrade without migrations during peak production, with no risk, without having to have multiple, you know, platforms on your floor all at the same time. These are values that make us very much the envy of the industry right now. And I suspect one of the reasons why this particular vendor sought to uh, call us out in particular on a document that should have been just about their own products. Yeah, envy for sure. Um, you mentioned in the last statement there, storage value. So we're going to try something new here on the Pure Report podcast. I don't know if you're ready for this, but <laughs> ready it's or always, not. ready, oh, or, ready not. or not, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> always fun to put folks on the spot. So I'm going to do a little lightning round. Cool. Right. And we're going to go through about five or six areas related to how customers perceive storage value. And I'd love for you to speak to what Pure does well and maybe, you know, where the competition uh, has to catch up a little bit in your view, if there is a cool. if there is a case for that. All right. And maybe about 60 seconds on each one of these. Let's see how right. this works. All right. All right. We'll go. Hopefully it won't be a horrible flop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, number one on tuning, tuning specifically, right? You get the storage in and, and tuning is something with applications that happens initially and throughout the life cycle of using it. Tuning. What do we do? The beauty of tuning at Pure is that you don't have to do puning. <laughs> the only thing better than having really good tools to do puning, to do puning, well, I don't know what that is, to do tuning is not having to do it at all. And because of how we've architected our platform and the simplicity and the elegance and the effortlessness with which it can be deployed, everything is going to basically be able to run well. And in contrast, some of our competitors have had to go to extensive knobs and dials and and resources that you must go through to be able to try to optimize for performance. Uh, the beauty of Pure is that the platform is inherently self-tuning, and we just don't have to worry about it at all. Wonderful message on simplicity and something that keeps storage admins up at night, and uh, we can solve for that. Absolutely. We can we can have them worry about things that are much more important. Absolutely. All right. Well done. You did. You passed the test on number one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go to topic number two then. Uh, data protection. Data protection. Um, all major platforms in the market, and we certainly have done this in, you know, consistently with Pure, um, have redundancy and intelligence to be able to, if a component fails, obviously continue operation, fill over to another one. You take the actual integrity of the data and you track it in various technologies to make sure that what you wrote is what you're going to get back when you yeah. ask for it later yeah. as well. We extensively do that. Uh, to be candid, most vendors do a okay. pretty good job of that as well. Yeah. That's an area where anybody who doesn't do that 
well usually doesn't last too long into the market. You're going to stand out like a sore thumb then, yeah. Very, yeah. very quickly, you're going to you're going to disappear like a like a three legged dog real fast out and when you know being hunted by <laughs> by something larger. <laughs> Good one. Um, okay, let's go to number three, and this one is becoming more prevalent. You've got things like GDPR that are out there. You've got compliance regulations. You've got HIPAA. I mean, there's all sorts of things. A lot of compliance um, But rules. let's talk about encryption, and I'll add security and in general encryption of the data. Sure. Encryption, always on, all the time. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's our approach. Um, we believe that it's important. We believe that it's the kind of thing most customers demand and expect these days. So we include it for free as a standard part of our component. It's there. It's always on, and it works. With a lot of other people, it sometimes can be an option, mm-hmm. or it can be something you have to manually enable or something you have to worry about. We just don't have to worry about that at all on our platform. Yeah, and there's, I think there's, uh, you know, areas where there's software feature. You know, on the software side, they have encryption or capabilities that you can turn on or pay for. And if we can do that down at the storage layer, avoid cost around that. Always on, always there, included, standard. Awesome. Perfect. All right. You're doing well. We're halfway there. <laughs> We're halfway there. All right. One of the ones I love, because uh, I, I tend to play around in, in, the, in the database area quite a bit with, ah. with, my, uh, with my day job, oh, cool. uh, is, uh, is data reduction. Data reduction. Right? One that we hear, again, kind of like the non-disruptive upgrades and Evergreen thing. It's one of the things that we hear a lot from customers about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pure was really a pioneer into this space. And it was back in the early days when we first introduced Flash, the way that you make Flash economically viable and can get tier one performance down to tier two costs is basically you put in technologies to reduce data. Um, Unlike what some vendors would have you potentially try to believe, all data reduction is absolutely not the same. Um, We do compression on the data when it comes in. We do compression on the data after it's already been there. We do pattern recognition. Um, And even in deduplication, people would think, hey, deduplication is just deduplication. Not really. The granularity of the level that you use to compare things to see whether or not they are the same so that you don't have to write them twice matters. And it turns out that if you look at every major vendor in the market that does deduplication, they all tend to be all over the map from um, a very, very granular unit of comparison that we use at Pure, which is 512 bytes. And then we can write a variable block of 4K to 32K to some of our competitors go as large as 128K bytes for comparison, which means there are entire environments where they'll never get any benefit of deduplication. A good example of that is something like the Oracle database. If you're writing Oracle, um, Oracle usually writes in 8K blocks, but it can actually be variable from as little as two to up to 32K. And they append a unique header into every single block that they write. So if you're using an 8K block, for example, if your unit of comparison is greater than 8K, you're never going to be able to dedupe Oracle. Yeah. So in the case of a lot of our competitors, physically, that would be a great example of where we will absolutely be able to reduce their data. And amazingly, technically, their products are physically incapable of it. Fantastic. Thanks for uh, the, the greater detail around that. Actually, business value around that. Right? Oh, business so, value. I mean, up level, I mean, the technology part is great. It's a cost, cost thing, right? Cost, space, power, it's like cooling, it's density, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to be physically, if you can reduce the data, you are going to be physically smaller. You are going to cost less money. You are going to take less power, cooling, space, everything. Awesome. Yeah, that's what we want to get across to. Uh, okay, number five, almost at the home stretch here. Um, one again that fits very well into into the mission criticality and the enterprise space is QoS. Ah, QoS on our arrays, quality of service. Yes, um, we are standard included. You don't have to enable it. We eliminate uh, noisy neighbors noisy from neighbor taking problem. over resources. Yeah. 
this is in case you have one particular app that really isn't uh, your greatest priority that starts taking in or wants to take in an inordinate amount of the system resource. We were able to recognize it. We're able to deal with it. We just do it in real time. Okay. And deliver the service levels that those applications require, need, whatever for the business. Absolutely. And then beyond that, we provide additional services for uh, service providers, for example, to be able to deal with and manage multiple tenants and to be able to prioritize accordingly what some may or may not be able to do as well. Bronze, silver, gold level kind of things. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. All right. Number six. Final, the, the, the final one. Down the home stretch. I know, I know. And I love this one too. This one's a, a really fascinating one, particularly you look at the elegance of, of the tool and the GUI and what we have, but cloud-based management. Ah, cloud-based management yes. and, and as well as cloud-based uh, monitoring and, and uh, analysis and things like that. We have been able to not only make it easy for people to manage our systems and arrays and multiples of them from just about any kind of device that they would want, wherever they are, which uh, a cloud-based management infrastructure obviously facilitates, but also the ability to analyze what's going on on those individual platforms such that we can usually identify problems before they become problems. If we see that something has occurred on individual arrays and we analyze that, we've actually created a massive multi-petabyte data lake that we use uh, from, I think it's something like a trillion data points we gather yeah. in real time on a daily basis. We can usually identify something that someone would have as a potential issue on their platform long before it presents itself as an actual problem. Uh, there's some people that focus on, hey, when a problem occurs, here's how good we are at being able to respond to yeah, it and deal with there's it. There's a fire. We can come put it out. Bingo. What yeah. about if you could avoid the fire and prevent the fire in the that's, first place? And that's, that's exactly beautiful. what we tend to do. And we use cloud-based management and intelligence to be able to facilitate that. It's the way to go. You passed the test. Cool. Nice work. Six for six. <laughs> well, thanks for doing that. Thanks for engaging on that lightning round. Very fun uh, to, to get your quick responses around those. Um, let's let's close talking a little bit about simplicity and maybe some of the real world impacts that, that you hear. Maybe if you've got some anecdotal um, comments from customers or, or engagements that you've had about how and where simplicity and mission criticality has improved the way that uh, that they do business. Boy, that, that's a great point. One of the trade-offs historically in the industry in the past prior to Pure was the way you get ultra mission critical and resilient solutions is you have to manually put in a lot of extra controls and features and functions and things like that to be able to facilitate it. We've gone exactly in the opposite direction. Let's anticipate simplicity and just build everything in under the covers, which is why we don't have separate software licenses for all our extra components. We give you things like Active Cluster to be able to run Active Active, zero RPO, zero RTO, standard included, no additional cost. And speaking of the cloud management, we right. even do the cloud arbiter um, in the cloud As through us. So solution. you didn't need to, yeah. to establish a third site. Right. Um, those are things that just add an enormous amount of value. Simplicity... Ultimately, to me, the real measure of how simple something is, is how much of that kind of work, how much of what someone normally would have wanted to do or needed to do on a storage platform is just done automatically for you. And really, that's the key with our platform is so much that you just don't have to worry about because we had the privilege of looking at how things were done in the past right. and what customers told us they didn't like about other platforms. And so we intentionally architected in doing a lot of the kinds of things, standard included, right off the shelf, that they just flat out don't have to worry about. And uh, simplicity ultimately manifests itself in administrators being able to focus on their business as opposed to the care and feeding of storage. And that saves 
them money, it saves them time, it saves them cost, and it lets them be more successful ultimately. Yeah, it's, it's that whole focusing on strategic projects things, right? We're freeing you up from the day-to-day grind of, of tuning and, and just messing around with knobs and buttons when you, there's other projects that you should be focusing on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, where do we go from here? What, what kind of things are you seeing? I don't want to, you're not going to do any roadmap about what we're evolving or features, but yeah. more high level industry wide, you know, from a simplicity standpoint or mission criticality, where's there room for improvement? What else yeah. can be done? Well, coming back, question. yeah, coming back to one of the points earlier, uh, NVMe will extend beyond storage systems into the very near future into the fabric and the entire infrastructure, everything's going parallel where for many years, There were so many serial interfaces and things would bottleneck and clog up and queue up and whatever. Uh, The networks that connect the servers to the storage are all going to be NVMe going forward into the future. The infrastructure on the storage devices themselves will be all NVMe. And the beauty of it is, is it will be enabling... Uh, a seamless interface and transparency between the data and wherever the data needs to go that'll be delivered across a consistent infrastructure that was architected and designed for the nature of where the technology is now coming to with all flash and beyond. That's perfect. And yeah, I think you took it back home to our first topic there by coming back to NVMe. So that's cool. fantastic. Well, uh, we'll we'll go ahead and, and wrap there, but um, anything that you want to plug, any place that you want to send people for more information? Um, I would say go obviously, to uh, our website. Go to purestorage.com. A couple of things that uh, are my favorites there are look to our customer section because, uh, as is always going to be the case, the voice of our customer will always be louder than our voice or anyone else's voice. And it is their experience, their successes, their feedback, and their stories that I think are the most valuable for others. So... um, we, we are a very, very customer-centric company here at Pure, and we hope and expect that nothing will ever change that. So that's one place to okay, go. Great. The other is uh, for a perspective on where things are, go to the blog section of Excellent. Pure uh, and look at some of the things that we're talking about relative to a multitude of subjects really across the whole gamut. Yeah, you guys just pushed out some really good, interesting, thought-provoking uh, content <laughs> on the blogs and, and and just a little bit more on the customer section. That's something that you can actually go in and sort by industry. If you're in a specific industry, want to see what your peers have experienced using Pure or if you're using a certain piece of software, uh, Oracle Database, SQL Server, uh, VDI, VMware, what have you, uh, you can go in and, and sort by those as well and get, uh, get even more granular information that will hopefully help you out. Hey, this was a blast. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Rob. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure. Yep, yep. And we'll do it again soon. So uh, thanks, everyone else, for joining. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, leave feedback. Uh, we do appreciate that. We will keep bringing you the orange as frequently as possible, uh, as my day job allows. And uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll close. For Pure Storage and Ken Steinhardt, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. Thank you.